we present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You find us back for a second week in Bristol, a historic port and thriving city. In its heyday, Bristol's dock area was known for its many taverns, and it was in one of these that Daniel Defoe met Alexander Selkirk. Over many hours, during a long evening of ales and porters, Selkirk regaled Defoe with his endless stories. It was this meeting that inspired Defoe to write his most famous novel, How I Had My Ass Bored Off by a Dragon's <laughs> Defoe later, went on, Defoe later went on to write Robinson Crusoe, based on Selkirk's story of being stranded on a desert island with the company of just one other human, whom he named Sue Lawley. <laughs> In the 19th century, the docks became central to Bristol's industrialization, and two great monuments to this period remain today, the Clifton Suspension Bridge and the SS Great Britain. With its mighty stone block towers and steel rope construction, it's little wonder the ship sank on her maiden voyage. <laughs> after she was hit by a huge paddle wheel that fell off the bridge. <laughs> in, in those days, clocks in Bristol and the West Country were between 10 and 20 minutes behind London. But with the coming of the railway, these had to be regularised. Some towns refuse to comply, however, and to this day, when it's 12 noon in London, in Western Supermare, it's till 1963. <laughs> in 1910, Britain's first commercial aircraft factory was established at nearby Filton to manufacture the Bristol Box Kite. Despite the Box Kite's limited range, commercial flights soon began, with routes going as far as the string would stretch. <laughs> In the 1950s, the factory turned to making luxury cars such as the Bristol Bulldog and the Bristol 401, which still have an enthusiastic following today. Every summer, the owners' club meets to display their classic vehicles, and while they chat and swap stories, members' wives proudly clean and polish their Bristols, which are then display. <laughs> which are then displayed and judged by the mayor. <laughs> we are today guests of the Theatre Royal in Bristol. As the oldest theatre in Britain, it still retains many interesting architectural features, including a Georgian proscenium arch and Victorian gas lamp holders. And if the audience should care to look upwards, they'll see the ornately decorated ceiling is studded with stars. If they look at the stage, however... <laughs> On my left, Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. And on my right, Andy Hamilton and Tim Brooke Taylor. And please welcome the lovely lady who has for many years enjoyed sitting on my left hand, the ever-delightful Samantha. <laughs> okay. Okay, the sooner we start, the sooner we get out of here. So, <laughs> so let's begin with round six. 
This week, it's new definitions. Teams, let's hear some new definitions of existing words that you may have spotted recently. Andy, would you care to start, please? Egret. An apology sent by computer. <laughs> Claustrophobia. Fear of Father Christmas. <laughs> Baloney. Disappointing skirt-length fashion. Do you see, it's below the knee, it's... Uh... Keep digging, Tim. <laughs> Graham. Bicycle, a double-headed corn-cutter. <laughs> Coffee, someone covered in spit. <laughs> Boutique, a startling kind of hardwood. Loggerheads. People who are addicted to sniffing lumberjacks. <laughs> Circumnavigator. Jewish sailor. <laughs> I've, I've got circumlocution, which is the pointless lengthening of a foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Granary, old folks' home. <laughs> ah, bless. Knighthood, contraceptive. <laughs> Dilate, live long. <laughs> Tapioca, a disappointingly average dance routine. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> Sycamore. Not as well as I used to be. <laughs> Taffeta. A Welsh goat's cheese. <laughs> Pissed on. Humiliated. <laughs> Undertaker. A half-hearted shoplifter. <laughs> Hydraulics, to conceal the things that you rest your oars in. <laughs> Trigonometry, a cowboy's method for locating his horse. <laughs> yes. the, next game, the next game is Sound Charades, and it's based on that great TV classic, Give Us a Clue. In the original, where the teams had to mime book, song, or film titles against a strict time limit, the undisputed master of the genre was surely Lionel Blair. No one who saw it will ever forget the gleam of relish in Lionel's eyes. He put everything he could manage into the talented Mr. Ripley for two whole minutes. Sadly, visual man doesn't work at all well on radio, so in our version, the teams are allowed to speak. Not that that makes it work much better. <laughs> Tim and Nandy, you're going to start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via the laser display screen. And here's the mystery voice for listeners at home. 
Dirty dancing. Dirty dancing. What is it? It's uh, two words, and it's a film. I don't think there's anything else. Is it's it? a film. OK, and it goes <laughs> like this. Colin, could we have some assistance from you, please? Excuse me, um, may I have the pleasure of this, please? Oh, certainly. What a lovely Macintosh. <laughs> Don't do that. Sorry. <laughs> you'll, ne you'll never get that in a million years. That was excellent. Too. One, two, three, three. Flash, flash dance. dance. <laughs> well, that, that would be a better one than the real answer. <laughs> tend to be one word. We one did one say word. two words. Dirty Another dancing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, your turn, Barry and Graham. Your title's now being exhibited on the laser display board. And here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home. Cold feet. Cold feet. This one is uh, television. Two words. Two words. Arthur, stop pinching the duvet. Oh. <laughs> no, that's not all I'm going to pinch. Oh! Oh! oh my God! Oh. Oh, I'd no idea. What? You might have warned me. Well... Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> well... When a man gets back from six months at the South Pole, what do you expect? <laughs> oh! Whoa! Oh, it's gruesome! Oh, shut up and let's get some sleep, George. <laughs> Fan. Is it walking with beasts? <laughs> <laughs> or waking with beasts? Uh, well, it's, it's walking the closer. gay hussar. No. Walking? Scott. Walking? Think of walking. It's mm. not got anything to do with cold feet, has it? Right <laughs> <laughs> in there. Right, it's now time to play the game called Mornington Crescent. First of all, I couldn't help noticing that the Mornington Crescent website message board has again received several thousand hits this week. This one came from a Mrs. Trellis of North Wales. <laughs> as did all the others. <laughs> it says, Dear Mr. Humphreys, I can't... <laughs> I can't get enough of the Today programme. But what's happened to Captain Peacock and Mrs. Slocum? <laughs> Yours sincerely, Mrs. Trellis. <coughs> and on with the game now, which uh, this week will be played with reference to the 2002 edition of Stovall's Mornington Crescent Almanac, published by Orion at a startling 6.99. Stovall's is universally acknowledged as a professional's reference work. So, teams, if you all have your copies to hand, and you might as well as you just paid for them, <laughs> open them at page 92 and let's begin. <coughs> Ready? Tim, you can start. Oh, Ninety-two. Ninety-two. Right. These are stuck together. <laughs> Uxbridge. Uxbridge. Repetition. 
This refers to the diagonal. Yes. Yeah, 92, mm. Archbridge, Hillingdon. Yep. That's good. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> East Putney. You're either very, very naive or very, very East clever. Putney. Brave. Yeah. It's a brave move. It's a brave move, yeah. yeah. East Putney. Putney. You can go Putney again. Well, how can I go Putney again? You can go Putney. Well, you just went Putney. I can't go Putney. <laughs> you, all right, go all Putney, right. he says. Go, go Putney, all right. Dig your own grave, that's all right. No, I mean, if, I, if, I, if I could go Putney, I'd go Putney. Of course I'd go well, Putney. Well, go Putney, for... <laughs> Waffling. Well, Putney what? You see, this is what happens. You it's, just... it's like Trivial Pursuit, you know, the holiday's ruined and... You, know. you can just... You can all just right, do all right, Putney. all right, have it your way. Putney, have it pristine, your... just right. like that, all right, Putney. All right, all right, Swiss cottage. <laughs> you try, you try. That's an agonal, isn't it? Um, yeah. That's OK, though. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Is it? Yes. It is OK, Barbican. Oh, wow. So there's oh. ellipsoid. Oh. Cheapside. Yeah, that's all right. New Cross. Oh. New Cross. New, new, new Cross. New Cross. You've got an applause, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that in the perimeter boundings? I think I'd be better off without the book. No, <laughs> see the book. That's right. I know I would. <laughs> <laughs> we know you would. <laughs> Warburton's new... 1923. Yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Um, Shepherd's Bush. Gosh. Ah. Yes. See? Nice. Why nice, couldn't you nice. have been this clever when you were in the goodies, for God's sake? Tufnell Park. Oh, Kensington High Street. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I'm sorry, I was distracted. I was just reading Graham's, because Graham edited it. I was just reading his biography. <laughs> So which Beverly sister were you, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to hurry you along, Andy. Where, 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 where will we talk? Do, yeah, just keep up, young'un. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what was it? What was the last one, please? Kensington right. Rise, was it? What, Kensington <laughs> High Street? No, it was... Don't help him. Kensington Rise. Oh, Mornington Crescent. Excellent. Oh, 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 oh. little tease. That's all it was. Now, uh, yeah, it took you long now, enough. Now I can do East Putney. <laughs> now you're good, yeah. It's time now for the audience to do some work. I have to say, I don't normally enjoy performances from a bunch of rank amateurs. <laughs> so while they take a rest... The, <laughs> the audience can have a go instead. The round is called Karaoke Koki, and it'll be led by Colin Sell at the piano. In fact, we heard from him earlier, singing, you put your left leg in, you put your right leg in and then realised he was reading from the instructions that came with his trousers. <laughs> <laughs> right, Colin will play a short introduction to a well-known tune which the audience should hum for the teams to guess. The first team to buzz in and identify the tune will win points. If their guess is wrong, the audience must pick up again from where they left off, and so on until either someone gets it right or I resort to the blessed relief afforded by my old service revolver. <laughs> Whichever comes sooner. Audience, the title of your first song will now be relayed to you via the laser display screen. 
For listeners at home, here's the mystery voice. Delilah. Delilah. OK, audience, Colin will play you a brief introduction, then off you should go. Fingers on buzzers, team, start us off, Colin. <laughs> Andy buzzed. The death march. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Only slightly slower tempo the way they did it. <laughs> Take no notice, audience. Carry on where you left off. Humph. Humph. I, I was carried away. <laughs> About bloody time. It's Wagner's ring, but I don't know which bit. <laughs> it's... No, that's not it. Theme from Holy City. <laughs> Why do I suddenly feel in need of a haircut? Oh. Oh. I think that was Delilah, wasn't it? It was, it Brilliant. was. Delilah. OK, let's, let's try another. Here's a... I sounded too enthusiastic there. I'll read it again. <laughs> let's try another. Here's a... F <laughs> here's a further song title for you, audience, and here's the mystery voice for listeners at home. Dadu Ron Ron. Dadu Ron Ron. OK, ready, teams? Colin, another intro, please. <laughs> Sound of silence, by yeah. <laughs> Go on, audience. Go on, go on, go on, go on. <laughs> Graham. Is it the laughing policeman? <laughs> no, <clears throat> carry on. Andy. It's the flight of the bumblebee. <laughs> Have they finished yet? Come on, audience. <laughs> Barry. It's people walking out of a nice deadly. <laughs> Tell them, audience. You made that up. <laughs> the do run, Ron. You're absolutely right. Yes, I got it immediately. <laughs> it's now time to take a look at the world of advertising. I'm particularly keen to see this round included, as I've been fascinated by the new series of Royal Mail TV adverts featuring the unique acting talents of Chris Tarrant and Elton John. As a result, I'm posting many more letters every day. <laughs> Mainly to the Royal Mail, asking them what the hell they think they're doing, throwing my stuff on you. Throwing my stamp money at multi-millionaires. 
if I need to write a letter, I'll post it. What in blazes do they think I'm going to do with a letter? <laughs> Sellotape it to a carrier pigeon. <laughs> Actually, now I come to think of it, that's not a bad idea. At least pigeons wouldn't sort out the second-class mail and leave it in a cupboard for a fortnight. <laughs> I don't suppose they'd practice penalty shootouts with my Christmas parcels, either. <laughs> And what's more, pigeons don't hang about. I've seen continent ship faster than our postman. <laughs> Whoops, I better be careful in case the post office know where I live. <laughs> I've never seen any evidence of it, so... Anyway, some ads were destined... Some ads were destined never to catch the public imagination, and the jingle employed by Quilly's throat lozenges was a prime example. When your throat is dry and sore, go down to your chemist store. Don't you all be silly billies. Get fast relief when you suck quillies. <laughs> not... <laughs> but not all TV adverts are a waste of good cathode rays. I've brought along a selection of classic advertising slogans. I'll provide the first parts for them to complete. And I'm going to start with you, Graham, if you complete this one. Any time, any place, anywhere, it's the bright one, it's the right one, it's... The left one. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give all the boring answers. Martini. Oh. As everybody oh. knew. One for you to finish off now, Barry. Finger licking... Is not recommended for a vet. <laughs> What's the answer, audience? Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Tim, now, beans means? Farts. <laughs> or, alternatively, Heinz. Oh. Here's one for you to finish off, Andy. Go to work on an... Whittacombe. <laughs> After you. <laughs> That's right, only it says here, egg. <laughs> Graham, here's one for you. If you like a lot of chocolate on your biscuit, join... The Euphemism Society. <laughs> the answer being our club. Barry. That's the one. And all because the lady... And all because the lady loves milk... Men. Or tray. Tim, now, does you does or does you don't take English lessons, Mr. Prescott? <laughs> the answer is access. Oh. Andy, here's one for you. A Mars a day helps you work, rest, and. Cheer up, Marianne Faithful. <laughs> oh! Allegedly. Allegedly. Play is the answer. <laughs> One for you, Graham. Lip smacking, thirst quenching, ace tasting, motivating, good buzzing, cool talking, high walking, fast living, ever giving, cool fizzing. You and yours. <laughs> <laughs> if only it was longer than an hour. The answer's oh. Pepsi. <laughs> Barry, don't you just love being in. Continent. <laughs> 
You're half right. <laughs> half right? Yeah. That's not a thing you want to be half no, right. No, exactly. It's all or nothing. Well, you're only half right. The, you got the con right. Oh, control. That yes, that's right. Now, Tim. Yes. Bet you can't eat this, darling. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Oh. <laughs> Finally, Andy, can you complete this slogan for Safeway supermarkets? Everything you want from a store and a little... Dwarf who carries your shopping. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good service. <laughs> More, of course, is the answer. I notice it's very nearly at the end of the show. But there's just time to squeeze in a round of policeman's songbook. Samantha tells me she has to nip off now as she's auditioning as an extra in the bill. She's really looking forward to that. According to the script, her character gets fingered by the fuzz and... <laughs> out! Out! <laughs> what? Yeah, because that laugh made it sound like there was something in there. I know. <laughs> Ways, it is just one individual causing a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on, Hum. <laughs> so, teams, your suggestion, please, of song types that's likely to appeal to an audience drawn from the police force. And Tim, will you start, please? Hit me with your riot stick. <laughs> Andy. Uh, well, I've got this one, of course, was recorded by the police. It's de do 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 de da da da. We must get that siren fixed. <laughs> Somewhere over the rainbow. You know how the middle goes. Da 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 Graham. Superintendent Fragilistic Expelidocious. Every breath Eliza you take. Flashbang wallop, you trip down the steps, Your Honour. Mariah, I once knew a van called Mariah. <laughs> Don't cry for me, Sergeant Tina. Fit me up before you go-go. <laughs> the Beatles classic, get back, there's nothing to see, come on, get back. <laughs> what shall we do with this truncheon, sailor? <laughs> Come a, come a, come a, come a, come along with me, sir. <laughs> and so, ladies and gentlemen, as the squirrel of time nibbles on the nuts of eternity, <laughs> while the irritated bulldog of destiny tries to shake him off, <laughs> I notice it's time to say goodbye. So, from the team, Samantha, myself, and the fine folk of Bristol, it's goodbye. Barry Fryer, Graham Garden, Andy Hamilton and Tim Brooke Taylor were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sal setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson and the producer was John Naismith. And you can hear that programme all over again at 12 midday on Sunday. 
In the meantime, you can join the fun on the Mornington Crescent message board at www.bbc.co.uk slash radio4, where you can brush up on the finer points of the thread needle overstep and the Wilson variation. It's most illuminating. Bye.